Hello, my name is April Williams, founder of Candid, and welcome to our third episode in this season, the R word, redundancy, the journey to your next role. As I've said before, my mission here is simple, to be honest with you and give you practical advice that you'll find useful. In this season, we've gone through a journey together from how to prepare effectively for redundancies to how to beat imposter syndrome and also how to leave a company well and not be a sour sally. Now we've come to what I think is the most important part of the season, communication. Now, I'm a big believer that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So today we'll be talking about the power of communication during these times between employer and employee and what you can do to be authentic in your communication, depending on which side of the table you're sitting. So as always, for regular updates, please follow me on Instagram at wearecandid. Right, let's get into it. The power of communication. This is something as humans we all struggle to get right. How to communicate our message effectively. Now, I'm a big believer in that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. In my role as a HR professional, I've been in that not too nice position of having to let people go. The best feedback, yet also weird, that I've ever received from an employee was that I'm great at delivering bad news. Now, when the person said that to me, I was a bit taken aback by that feedback. I don't want to tell you that you've lost your source of income and now you have to go hunting for a new role. But what they highlighted to me was that I was authentic and I was human. I was consistent, but also clear and made sure they had the relevant information they needed. During this time, we are all experiencing a massive change in not only our professional life, but also in our personal life as well. We are are all on what a psychologist, Kubler Ross, called a change curve. There are seven stages to how people deal with change. Many people start off being shocked, then move on to denial, the disbelief that this thing is happening to them, followed by frustration, then depression, which is the lowest dip in the curve. Then they start to come out of the dip and engage with the new situation they find themselves in. Once a person is engaged with the situation, they tend to, well, according to the change curve, learn how to work with the new situation and then integrate. So it goes shock, denial, frustration, depression, experiment, decision and integration. Now we're humans. So things are not as simple as that. We are all different people who experience these stages at different times. For me, I definitely start at the experiment stage and immediately want to engage with a new situation. But then after a while, I find myself at the lowest point of the curve at Depression Avenue and I'm drowning in imposter syndrome. Then it's almost like I work backwards to the shock stage and then catapult to the top end of the curve at integration. I'm like, I'm fully on board, let's go, right? Now imagine trying to communicate a change management situation to a team of even 20 odd people who experience the change curve at different times. Now picture 100 and then picture 1,000 people. Basically, you get the picture, right? 
Communication during this time is tricky. So if you're an employee, I urge you to sympathise, but also employers, I urge you to get the basics right. I've worked with a few employers who have nailed comms, right? And employers who could have just done better. So here are the key key factors employers should consider when planning during these times. The first things first, be human. I can't stress this enough. Especially in times of stress or unease, people want to know messages are from people, not robots. If you struggle to be human and just read the script your HR team has sent to you via email, just take time, right? Take time and practice injecting empathy into your comms. There's no shame in this. Applying empathy does not mean you're not serious. It just means you're human and you're not data. If you've ever watched Star Trek, you'd get that joke. Data is basically uh, a character in Star Trek that has no emotions. He's he's almost like, and if you're a Star Trek fan, please don't shoot me. I've just been watching Star Trek during lockdown. But my understanding of Data is that he is half human, half robot, but he doesn't have emotions. Or maybe he's a robot with no emotions. Either or, he's just emotionless. So don't be a Data, be human. The second thing is be pragmatic. When people are in challenging periods, they they thrive when they have direction. Let people know what you need from them and how they can help. You may also ask people to stay focused on a particular task during this time or support with kind of like marketing campaigns that will contribute to the bounce back of the company. Whatever you do, give some sort of direction. You may even request your employees to ask questions rather than spread rumours. These kind of pragmatic action orientated suggestions will help people focus and will clarify your message. Now, employees, you don't get off lightly. This goes for you too. Be pragmatic. Be realistic with the questions you ask and also the support you require from your employer. When when you're asked, do you have any questions? Don't just throw the first the first question that comes to your head, unless it's a good one. If you're questioning yourself, if you should ask the question, then maybe take time to think about how to structure the question and get back to your employer. Your employer should give you an option to ask questions when they come to mind. If they haven't given you this option, the first point of call should be your line manager or HR. As I mentioned in my last episode, if you've been made redundant and you would like to you would like your company to support you in your job search, you may want to consider asking your line manager for a one-to-one session to go through your progression plan, or you may want to ask your employer to even like and share your message on LinkedIn, but not an emotional message though. Like I said in my last episode, create a, a LinkedIn message that almost helps you promote the the in-demand skills that you have to the market. So for example, instead of writing that you've just been made redundant and, you know, some, you want people to help by making recommendations, actually, this is a great opportunity, as I said in my last episode, to really market yourself and now say, 
you are available. So flip the narrative on its head. Saying that you're available and listing your in-demand skills would help you kind of be really at the forefront of the job market because you're putting yourself out there. Doing messages like that and creating messages like that will really help you in your search. And also, it's more likely that your employer would be happy to share and like those messages than an emotional message that goes on about how you've been made redundant and how tough it is for you. Let's remember that LinkedIn is a professional platform. So let's use it to its advantage right now than, you know, share an emotional story. It's not about trying to become LinkedIn famous and trying to get attraction. You want the right attraction. You don't want sympathy. You want connections. So be pragmatic. The same way I'm asking employers to be pragmatic, I'm also asking you as an employee to be pragmatic. Be realistic with what you're asking from your employer during this time. Now, the next one is reconnect with your why. Employers, be inspirational. While this may feel like a tall order, it is critical for engagement and motivation. Reinforce your message and the direction of your organisation. Let people know when you're going, where you're going and that you would get there together. You may not know exactly what the journey holds, but people want to know you'll come out on the other side. Let people know you're committed to finding creative solutions, leveraging new opportunities and surviving together for tomorrow that will return to normal someday. Of course, you must be honest. This should go without saying. And this isn't about sugarcoating. This may be tough in the short term, but it is important to acknowledge this. Also focus on the future to ensure people stay engaged. And lastly, 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 timing, timing of your communication, right? This goes without saying. There is no such thing as a good time to announce drastic changes, but there is certainly a bad time. Careful consideration of timing can help limit the risk of the organisation appearing insensitive and avoid any long-term damage to your employer brand. When dealing with larger change programmes, try where possible to ensure that the message is delivered to all individuals at the same time and create a strategy to deal with those that are not available at the time that you're making for everyone, right? So for example, if you are setting uh, a time to communicate with your employers, employees sorry, at 4pm, yes, you may have some staff that are furloughed and they should be made available. But also remember, times are different now. So your employees might have childcare situations going on at that time or just may not feel up to it at that moment of time. Let's just be honest, right? It's a tough time for anybody. So trying to find a balance of how to communicate with the majority and also take into consideration people that may not be available at that time, whatever their reason may be, is crucial. So maybe it may be a case that you address the masses and then follow up immediately with an email. 
Or you may want to, and I've seen some companies do this right now, is that they record the conversation via Zoom. And then after they've made the announcement, they follow up with an email with a link to the Zoom. So people can, again, see your face and engage with the emotions and engage with the actual words you're saying versus just reading it via email. Um, I find that to be a really nice way just to ensure that everyone, regardless where they are or their situation, is getting the same message. So maybe try that. But timing is crucial. Also think about how you send out the message that you need to address everyone about the big change. Simply sending a diary invitation with no context is just not good enough. Give some context on what you're what you're going to be discussing. So this will allow your employees to mentally and physically prepare themselves. Don't just send out a message, a, a diary invite saying all company hands at X time and there's no context. You're leaving your employees in a situation where they're going to be thinking the whole day. And if these are employees that are currently working during this time, guess what? Productivity that day is at zero. So <laughs> let's be realistic. If you want people to continue to work or you or you just, just you're just human and you care about your employees, apply empathy at this point and think about how you are asking people to come to this meeting. Is it an email? Are you giving the context? How much context can you give? So maybe it may be a case that you just give an outline. We'll be discussing the future of the business. That allows people to understand what the meeting's about and they understand the clear objective of what you are going to discuss with them, right? And finally, 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 don't do something because everyone else is doing it. Make sure what you are doing has purpose and meaning because your employees need honesty and transparency like never, ever before. Don't just copy what you're seeing other brands do because other brands are not you. They are not you. So don't just copy and paste. Actually apply some personality and actually uh, this is where your employer brand and your employee value proposition really stands out now what are your company values this is a time where you actually show that if your company values is about partnership and it's about working together then let your comms convey that message Don't just copy and paste what another company is doing because it looks nice. This is not about what looks nice on the outside. This is about what works for your employees during this time and how you're going to help them get to where they need to be. So guys, as I've said before, communication is key. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So guys, we have come to the end of this episode about the power of communication and how to effectively communicate during these times. Now, the key things to take away from this is be pragmatic. Think about timing. Also, try and take this opportunity to really reconnect with your why. Be as inspirational as you can be during these times. I know it could be hard for if you're a founder or you're you're a CEO, but really 
taking this opportunity to bring your teams together and really connect with your why would help you guys to get out of this on the other side. And also, last but not least, be human, be human, be human. Don't be a data, be human. So guys, as I mentioned before, this is a three-part season to help you guys prepare for redundancies if you're going through it, um, how to leave a company well, and the power of communication. Now, redundancies is such a huge topic and there's so many different moving parts of this topic. So I don't want to leave you guys hanging. As I've said before, Candid is all about talking to leading experts in, in this field. So not just giving you my practical advice that you would find useful, but also inviting people who work in this space. They could be in HR or they may be in, I would say, departments that complement HR to also come on board and give you practical advice from their roles and their experience. So next week, I am being joined by a wonderful person. I'm not going to name their names just yet because I want to keep you guys wanting more. But I would say this person is amazing. They work in comms. So they'll really be able to talk from a, a communications specialist, I would say, um, point of view to really help us round up this season on on redundancies um following that i have a few more guests lined up so stay tuned as always have a fabulous fabulous week and if you're not following me on instagram i urge you to follow me on we are candid for regular updates but for now guys like i said have a fabulous week and we'll catch up next week take care